0: Hey there! Welcome to Sunday Brunch, a conversation over coffee between friends where we discuss everything from foundation to food. Except we can't go to brunch because of coronavirus, so now we do it via podcasting. <laughs> this week we'll be talking about habits, good, bad, and how to kick them.
1: Yeah. Oh, I think it was a good one. Like we, I just thought about it because I was thinking about how many people are talking about things that you know, they're just getting into the habit of doing while they're at home, like snacking too much or, you know, opening that bottle of wine every night and just things that you wouldn't normally do if you're driving home or, you know, catching a train home on your way back from work um, or not having access mm. to your full pantry.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, have you actually, I mean, we'll get into this in the bulk of our episode, but have you created new habits since the isolation
1: situation? Well, it's hard because I actually worked from home before anyway. So it hasn't really changed too much of my routine. Um, But I think I've tried to, because I would still go to the shops and stuff like, you know, random days I'd be like, oh, I need to go get this from the shops. But now I'm like, Oh, should I go? And and it's sort of yeah changing it makes me feel slightly more trapped, you know, not as much freedom, which isn't a bad thing, but it it, it it's a feeling that I'm not used to. Um yeah. And I'm sure not no one's used to it because it's not really <laughs> we live in a free country most of the time. So, you know. Um.
0: Oh, honestly, if there's one thing that I have come to realize, and not that I needed any help realizing it, but this might surprise you, but I I am so vehemently against authority. Whenever anyone tells me to to do something or not do something, it makes me want to do it so badly. And it's kind of surprising because I'm never someone that's ever really been in trouble. Like at school, I never got into trouble. I've never even had a speeding ticket. Like I've never had a run-in with authority. But for some reason, I hate being told what I can and cannot do. I think it's the Capricorn in me. So Um, even though like I'm obviously socially distancing and like I don't go to the shops unless I need to. I even ordered our book for our book club online and I regret it. I'm this close (laughs) to buying a Kindle so I can get it because it is taking so long to arrive and it's a big book. Where did you get it from? I just got it from Big W for $16.
1: Yeah, I ordered mine on Amazon and it just arrived yesterday, but I think it took like nearly when did I say that I ordered it like a week and a half or two weeks ago?
0: Yeah. A week and yeah. a half ago. Yeah. Which but we should say right now, you should all join our book club. It's Sunday brunch and the book club
1: on Facebook. Yeah, Sunday brunch. So I am I keep thinking about our Instagram Sunday brunch, underscore the podcast.
0: <laughs> I was actually yeah, about to
1: say that. <laughs> come join Maybe, our book club online. Maybe what I'll do is on our blog page, which is linked on our, um, like Instagram, I can add a link to our book club Facebook group. Maybe that's what I'll do. So then it'll be easier. I'll to just find. write it.
0: We can just write it in because I think you can only have one link, but we don't no, no, know. people there. Because-
1: I'll like put it on our blog page as a link. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah.
0: Um, but for anyone that's keen, it is Sunday Brunch Book Club on Facebook. So know the, just Sunday Brunch Book Club. And our first book is Grown Ups by Marion Keys. And we've decided um, a little conversation this week in the group was that we were going to have a chat about every chapter as Mm -hmm. we go. So we're kind of going to break it down that way. So if you've already started and you're up to chapter five, maybe just like go back and write down some notes because I think next week we'll start with our maybe like a weekly chapter breakdown. So you can go ahead or um, that's fine. Just make notes of your ideas if you want to join our discussion or maybe you just want to be a passive Bystander who just reads the comments because that's also mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I haven't started reading yet. I actually didn't realize it was such a big book. And as we all know, every week when Lauren asks me, So what have you read? she stopped asking me because <laughs> the yeah, answer is always lie to you. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm worried about you with this one, but if you do it, think of the sense of satisfaction you'll get.
1: No, I'm I am going to stick to it, but I am I was concerned about the size of the book when it arrived and if I would be able to commit to reading the whole thing just on my own whim, you know, but I think yeah. having no, you just a, got married,
0: so you're good with commitment. Yeah,
1: that's like, <laughs> true. I know you can read this book, <laughs> but I think um, committing to like one chapter a week, or like you know, I think that's a or two or three or whatever. It's a realistic commitment to break it down into smaller sections like that. So I think even yeah. if you're not somebody who's a serious reader, I don't. I don't think the way that we're doing it is in an overwhelming way of like read one book a week, you know. Um, We've all got different commitments and like mm. it's very easy for people to think right now
0: that no one's working. But like you, your work life has not been disrupted. My partner is still working more than ever. And it's so frustrating for me that people are like, we've all got more free time. Not everyone. Like a lot of people are just still working their normal nine to five or more than that and trying yeah. to exercise and like do their stuff around their house or around that. So mm-hmm. we're not all super free of time. So if you are pushed for time, don't be too overwhelmed. We've just got to go one chapter a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are super speedy, you can go ahead and just keep notes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the best way to do it because otherwise our slow pokes won't be able to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, no.
0: I just... I, also it's not as enjoyable when you have to read quickly. Do you remember at yeah. high school when we had
1: to read books? Yeah, and they'd be like read this whole like, I don't know, whatever Jane Austen novel in like 2 weeks or something and you're like, "Cool. Um, no. Literally <laughs> all I can think about is Pride and Prejudice." <laughs> yeah. And then I don't know if you remember to Kill a Mockingbird. That was another Um I wasn't
0: at I wasn't oh. at our school when I read, when you guys read
1: that. Yeah. They just they just put such unrealistic um you know, time limits on reading books. It's like English isn't the only subject I'm doing, okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh, yeah. That's even like at uni, they'll be like, read three chapters. Okay, Susan, but I've got another three units plus a job and a life (laughs) to lead. I'm not reading your chapters. I just read the summaries (laughs) at the end. I mean,
1: unless you need something specific, it's the way to be. But, I mean, I'll actually read the pages of this book. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Yeah, no, this one we have
0: to immerse ourselves in.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But, um what have you been up to this week? We got a bit distracted, but what have you been up to?
0: Yeah, we got straight into books um I've just been I'm being retrained at work, so that's taking a lot of my brain energy because mm-hmm. I am throwing everything at it to make myself more viable as an employee
1: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um
0: and apart from that, I am just basically just exercising, eating food, going to work. yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> I think that's about where all of us are right now,
0: <laughs> yeah, like. There's no parties, which is fine because, to be honest, I never much enjoy them anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, I mostly just miss going out to dinner or going out to brunch with friends because I think you're probably the same. That's how Mm. I got most of my social interaction. We're not really at that age where we go out
1: clubbing or we go to big parties anymore. Mm, Yeah, same. Well, I'm the same as you, yeah. But I just... I miss brunch. And like I said yeah. to Dan the other day, I was like, I just want to go on a date. Like I just want to do something nice. And just like, obviously we spend time together at home, like, you know, but it, it's different when you get to like dress up and go out and, and do yes. something. Yeah. And yeah. I miss I'm that pretty sure our one year, Our one year will
0: be right in the middle of all this crisis. So we won't be doing anything for that, which is no big yeah. deal because like you and Dan did for your anniversary a few weeks ago, we can mm. like just cook dinner and chill out at home. Yeah, but it's all those things that I definitely took for granted, yeah. and I also took for granted that I could just go anywhere I wanted to go, and the police were not going to find me
1: one thousand three hundred dollars. Oh my gosh, I saw the craziest thing today. Literally on the foreshore of where we like, you know, of Sandgate, there was um, police on dirt like motorbikes riding. Yes. Have you seen that? Yep.
0: It's, yeah, I have. Because ridiculous. You're, not really, you're not meant to be stopping um, unless no. you have like a physical injury or you're pregnant or you're an older person. You're not really supposed to be stopping or sitting down anyway, mm. which I get because like I'm still a little bit concerned that some people aren't taking this as seriously as they should.
1: Mm, mm.
0: Like I and know then, people that <laughs> are having friends over. And I'm like we can't be – we're not supposed to be having friends over at the moment. Yeah,
1: but I also don't know um, – if you can, t- if there's such thing as taking it too seriously, but I did see someone today driving in a car, like drove past my house and they had two kids in the back and they were just wearing one of the big, massive respirator masks inside their car with like the, you know, the filters on the outside of the mask. You're like, yeah. And I was just like, is that taking it too far? Like, I think so. (laughs) But I mean, each to their own, like whatever makes them feel safe. But it's like, are your kids in the back really going to give you the, like, get you sick? I don't, like, I don't think so. Unless
0: they were like, they'd just been keeping it on all day as a standard practice. Yeah. It's just,
1: it just really makes me realize.
0: Yeah. It really makes me realize how much I love, I saw a meme that said, um, this has made me realize that I needed more hobbies than just going out to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I think
1: that's true for me. But I mean, have you been cooking more as a result? Like oh just, yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. I saw my partner last night and our whole conversation was around, what are we going to make for dinner? And once it would have been <laughs> like, let's just like throw something together. But now yeah. it's very much this is the event of the night. We don't go out. <laughs> we need to make sure this is good. So I, I think that's nice because, like we said last week, we both love cooking. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, but um, it just really makes you appreciate the opportunity to go out and sit down and have a coffee, actually yeah. sit down.
1: And even there's some fish and chip shops along the front here and they've even written, they have signs saying that if you buy from them, you're not allowed to eat there, like eat out the front of the, like, even if it's um not at their restaurant area, just like across in the public mm. space that you're not allowed to get takeaway and just go across the road and eat there. You have to like go home, which is just, yeah, like yeah. I get it, but it just seems so bizarre because, you know, nothing like this has ever happened before. <laughs>
0: i know i know that this weekend because beaches are closed in most places if not all um but they're saying the only thing you can do at a beach is exercise there but you have to be a local so it's no good for you or i to jump in our car and go to the gold coast because that's not allowed um and i get it but at the same time just not having the freedom to do basically as you as you wish Mm. it's a big wake-up call
1: but have you um, seen, seen the stuff about um, like how in Sweden they're like literally doing nothing? They're just going about their lives as normal and saying that, you know, if you're someone who's um, considered at risk or, you know, um, yeah, just could could basically die from it, um, that you should just stay at home and everyone else should just live their lives as normal, which is like a completely this opposite. This does
0: not... Yeah, I've just it's Googled a, this because yeah.
1: I heard your keys going. Actual,
0: yeah, no, because that, that really surprises me because most of those Nordic countries, this is like a very broad brush of mm. my stereotyping here, but most Norwegian or like um, Scandinavian countries are incredibly research forward when it comes mm. to this kind of thing. And you're right, there's an article here on Euronews saying that coronavirus, Sweden stands firm over its controversial COVID-19 approach. Mm -hmm. And you're right, it just has people going about their daily life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, I'm not totally against the idea of that in the sense that, you know, you or I wouldn't necessarily be at great risk. But like... I think what they call it is that, um, as a, as a country, they are meant to form, um, something called herd immunity. So then I suppose oh, everyone yeah. would have just, yeah, everyone would have just gotten it. And then like, everyone will just be immune to it. And I, I don't know personally, I'm not met like neither of us are medically, um, educated. But, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how, um, how much of a thing that is, but in, in theory, it sounds like a good thing, you know, like. Yeah, until like everyone through. gets it
0: and the people well, that can't survive it, it still means that the people that can't survive it need to get
1: it and so, that's not fair on them. So, um, so the thing is, is they're not even testing everyone. So they think that like 60% of the population already has it and or has had it or has it and that by mid-May that everyone, like it, their whole population would have had it.
0: Yeah, I think which seems I don't, I, like like you and I both said we can't really comment because yeah. we're not medically trained. But all I know is that um, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of Britain, said that he was adopting herd immunity, and now he's in ICU with coronavirus. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if I feel like that's. I mean, it's all well and good because you know you can say some people will definitely survive it, but what about the people that don't? Like, it's mm. not fair to expect them to get herd immunity because they won't. Be- come immune because they'll die from it so yeah exactly yeah. that's very interesting from sweden i did yeah. not know that so yeah
1: thanks yeah. for bringing that to
0: my attention that's um right. okay have to add let's something move on from- <laughs> yeah um let's move on from covid
1: because the um <laughs> have you watched anything this week um yeah so we started the we started like a new you know how like in the bond movies there's like um the different guy like the different James Bond actors
0: Yeah, like the different generations yeah, sort of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So um we just started a uh, a new generation of it um this week. So I think it's the one with Pierce Brosnan Brosnan Brosnan. Yeah, Brosnan. Um so just started that but um I've been waking up quite early. Running and so, I've been falling asleep. So it's taken us three nights, and I fell. Uh, I probably need one more night to watch the first movie. <laughs> I've been so tired, um, but interestingly, it's quite quite good, and I like that it's more of a detective. Because I guess now the new ones, it's super action, like it's really like you know, bam, 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 like it's very intense action, and it, it's great. But mm-hmm. the, this old one. Um, the old series or this particular movie that we're watching um, he's more of like a detective in it and he's like trying to figure things out and yeah there's like that action side of it but it's it's about him actually like you know work puzzling pieces together and um, yeah working out how to yeah
0: that's probably because back then our society was patient and didn't need constant (laughs) bloody Stimulation to keep them <laughs> on the edge of their seat yeah I actually find that with older movies I'm like wow there's a very substantial plot here that you actually need to follow from end to from beginning to end and it's very clear that we weren't all sitting on our phones and also trying to watch Mm-mm. content I think that con- some content is created these days just to be background noise and
1: that's why it's so basic yeah yeah which it which is like what it it's fine because it speaks to what people need but I like watching what was to offer from back before. And I I must say that yeah. even though we only watched this one movie so far, that I really enjoy it and, and um, I'm looking forward to watching the next. I think there's probably five in this like actors series because I think that's normally about how many they have per actor, um, like per Bond.
0: It's very interesting how the one male can maintain five movies where every movie they trade mm. out a different Bond girl because it speaks mm. volumes about – what is seen as society's ideal woman in that time. And also the fact that women get older and aren't seen as, as viable on the big screen or on any screen. So it's always so interesting to me that they can cast older James Bond figures, Mm -hmm. but the girl is always like 20 something 30 something. And she's meant to be the love interest of some guy in his forties or
1: fifties. Yeah. I think also James Bond is meant to be seen as like a womanizer. And so I guess you know, I don't, I don't agree with it, but I can understand why they need different bond girls, you know, but it would be nice. Yeah. It would be nice if, if, yeah, (laughs) it wasn't necessarily like that, but you know, what can you do? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What can you do though? Just two girls living in 2020. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh, At least we're aware of it. (laughs) Yeah. Are our expectations realistic? I don't know, probably. <laughs> but I mean we
0: we we believe that they could be but we're not the ones that are in charge. Like we're yeah. not the ones that are producing or directing these films. So yeah. that's that. Um I started Tiger
1: King. Did you? Oh my gosh. I've I've seen stuff about it on like Facebook and Instagram and I've just been like what is this rubbish? Have do you like it's it? It's bizarre.
0: Um I am intrigued. It's not like a love of my life. I mean you remember when I talked about cheer, that documentary Mm -hmm. on cheer is amazing. And I would watch that three times over in a heartbeat. This is not like that. I'm not like, I'm not in love with it. Um, but the thing is that it just blows your mind because you know how you think that you understand what goes on in the world and that you think you've got a fairly good grasp of the different sections of society. Like Mm -hmm. I know that some people are really interested in cooking because we've had TV shows about that before. We've had reality TV. We know about design. We know about Mm -hmm. beauty, but I never before knew that there was this whole other world about big cats in the US and how people actually owned them and operated their own parks and like sold off baby tiger cubs to just anyone. Mm -hmm. So That is really blowing my mind. Um, And the things that come up in the documentary series are just wild, like four episodes in and something else comes up and it just throws a spanner in the works and the plot line totally changes. So it's interesting and it's a distraction, which is Mm -hmm. maybe what everyone is going for at the moment. So Mm -hmm. I think if it had been any other time, if life was back. To the way it used to be, I don't think it would have entertained it as mu- as much because mm. a we wouldn't all be looking for something to watch, and b we wouldn't have all jumped on the same bandwagon
1: so we could all discuss it because we wouldn't be desperate for attachment yeah yeah well is it worth would you say it's worth watching at this time then or nah?
0: Yes, definitely, yeah. because it's just interesting. I mean, yeah. it's not going to be something many people fall in love with because it's actually quite sad. Like, the, the people in it are, are all quite sad figures, and animal abuse is terrible and never really addressed, if I must say so. Mm. Um, but it's, it's like it just leaves you gobsmacked. I mean, you'll just sit there and think, how can this actually happen? So, yeah. for that, and it would be worth your while. And the episodes are quite lengthy, so it could fill in some time. Yeah. Well, how many episodes is it? I think it's seven, which seems like an odd number.
1: Yeah. But it's, it's like, I mean, probably, it it's one of an those, odd number, but it just
0: seems
1: <laughs> it's one of those like docu series. Like it, it's it got, it's like not going to have another, um, like, um, series There'll to it. No right? Yeah. I no season.
0: Weirder things have happened. Um, I did <laughs> notice have you ever watched Parasite? Which one? Best oh, awesome, best I haven't,
1: but I saw it was coming out on Stan.
0: Yes. yes. Yeah. So that's a PSA to anyone else out there because it's available yeah. on Apple movies at the moment. So you could buy it to watch it, but don't buy it yet. Everyone just hold out because it's coming to Stan for free.
1: Yeah. Dan wanted to watch it. I think like a couple of weeks ago when it first came out on to Apple or whatever. And I just wasn't really into it because it just seems a bit weird. But if it's there for free, I'd probably just give it a go. But I wouldn't. I mean, you know, it I has to be. I think it has to be worth your while if it did so well at the awards. Yeah, it, I think it. I think it um, is probably actually a good movie. It's just I think it's a little bit weird looking. If you've watched, I don't know, have you watched the trailer?
0: Yeah, I honestly think we are all scared of movies. In a different language and subtitles.
1: Actually, I'm I used to watch movies in different like TV shows and movies in different languages. I really like it. And I like reading subtitles. Like I'm weird, I know, but whatever. I even if I always I'm, have subtitles on. Same. I was just gonna say, even if it's yeah. in English, I just read the subtitles. Like and Me too. I'm so <laughs> it's not just me. I get really weirded out when
0: subtitles aren't on because same. sometimes with Like a thick American accent, or they speak too quickly, and I just don't get mine. Yeah, I hate that.
1: And the only time I think I accept that subtitles aren't a thing is in the cinemas, and I can accept it and move on. And normally, the sound is really good, so you never have a problem with hearing things, but yeah, definitely at home or even at other people's houses, I'll be like, can you put the subtitles on? <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> but I don't have a problem with watching um, movies that are in a different language unless I'm not really concentrating on the movie. Um, Cause even I'm pretty sure was Narcos parts of Narcos were in, um, not in English, weren't they? Or I've you never seen Narcos? it. I never watched okay. it. Well, that's one that no. you should, it's, Pretty good. Um, I I liked it anyway. Um, a good series to keep you entertained during this time. Um, but parts of that mm. aren't in English and I didn't mind it. Um I used to watch Inspector Rex, which was in German <laughs> when I was young. Look
0: at you go, Tia. Yeah,
1: but I mean I never learned how to speak German, but it's fine. <laughs> but, yeah,
0: um I did always want to learn Italian, but this year I'm like, mm, maybe not the time. No. <laughs> I don't know if I wanted- want to do another unit online. <laughs> My no. Is I would stuff be,
1: online at the moment? It would be different. Like I would really like to go to an actual class where people, other people are wanting to speak it and you can have conversations with them because then you can actually practice. Um, I think the best way to learn a language is by being immersed in it, which means basically living there. But you probably don't want to go live in Italy at this time. But the next best thing is to get in touch with people who want to learn as well, because then, you know, you can go and have coffee with them and just try to have a conversation in Italian, you know? Um, Except we can't do that
0: right now. So at the moment, it is Duolingo. That's our only option. (laughs) Uh, um, Have you listened to anything? You don't really listen to any podcasts apart from our own. So this is basically just my segment. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) At oh, least I don't listen really, to ours. Yeah, exactly. I don't half the time. I don't listen to ours <gasps> because
1: like, we, well, we like, talk well, like,
0: I did it. Yeah, <laughs> I know what we talked I about. normally just um, have it
1: on in the background, which I suppose is what you're meant to do with a podcast.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, That's why they're so much. They're so accessible because you can be doing anything although during a
1: podcast. I don't know if it counts, but I have been... Masterclass, you know the app I was talking about with the like um classes on it um last yes. week. Masterclass. I've been I don't necessarily watch it, but I listen to it while I do things. So maybe that counts as something. But I, I still recommend it. I think it's really good. There's a lot of um I've I've um implemented some of Alice Waters cooking techniques into my own day-to-day cooking. And I must say it's very, it's, it's nice, like a different way to think about cooking and a little bit simpler, but whilst also still being nice and not really, um, especially at a time like this, when food, you might not always be able to get exactly what you want. So her philosophy is cooking with, based on what you have, not on like what recipe you want to do. So that's, I um, like that. Yeah. So I think that's really good. And I, I've liked um, learning from what she has been talking about. So I would recommend also, that program.
0: Back to cooking um, again. Yes. Last week, <laughs> you and I both mentioned how much we love recipes on
1: Instagram. Yes.
0: Did you see they have a hot cross
1: bun recipe up now? No, I didn't. Should we try and make it?
0: Yes. So they're doing a, yeah, they're doing an IGTV for the long weekend about how to make hot cross buns. So I'm definitely going to give it a go.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Oh, and it has the ingredients there already. So we can,
0: oh, I'm so excited. then Then you can cook along with them. So by the time people listen to this, it's probably going to been and gone but I'm sure that you can probably access it after it right
1: yeah they would they I think they normally turn it into a permanent story on their like feed yeah yeah oh that's so yep. exciting I'm so doing this are you gonna do it too
0: yeah yeah I'm going to do it with my partner
1: oh I'll just do it by myself because <laughs> no one else will, will be interested <laughs> and, and then I can try to do more things but what um what time is I it on your
0: sister to do it with you
1: Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure.
0: Just look at the post. Look,
1: everyone look at the post.
0: Um, There's two more food-based Instagrams. Um, The underscore sports dietitian has amazing, amazing recipes, and they are so quick and simple. So going back to like little ingredients, don't want to spend time in a grocery store. uh, Maybe some of us uh, have decreased income at the moment. Definitely look at the underscore sports dietitian recipes and on Instagram, um, clean Queens. So C L E A N K W E E N S. They have amazing recipes as well. They're fourth year nutrition and dietetic students, um, two females and, They just have amazing content. So those are my two sort of, I guess, recipe of the week recommendations, but they're not my recipes.
1: No, but it looks – I just looked up both of those ones that you said and it looks really good. They're like – Yes, Queen Queen's
0: is amazing.
1: The peanut butter fudge, yum.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, it looks so good. And they're like very, very simple, quite like Mm -hmm. obviously clean. Yeah. Uh, Both of those titles
1: make you think that it's healthy, which I love. Um.
0: So can yeah, I, can I
1: ask if okay. you're doing the hot cross buns, have you already got yeast at home or have you been able to find some and buy it?
0: I can't find yeast.
1: Do you have any? No. I have, cause you need it for the can recipe. I have um, a kilo okay. of yeast.
0: <laughs> what the hell? I bought Tia? it online. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you buy a kilo of yeast?
1: (laughs) Look, I was only going to buy one 500 gram thing. And then I was like, we just don't know. These times are crazy. So I'm going to buy two. So I bought two and now I use it all.
0: Everyone, you know that. This recipe calls for seven grams of okay. yeast. That's so, how much, that's how much I <laughs> blew out of proportion by buying one kilogram.
1: So I do make a lot of bread. Like I make pizza, like th- th- I actually will use it. Um, I make like bread and pizza dough and all this sort of stuff. So, um, but it will take me, if I make one loaf of bread a week, um, I normally use 10 grams of yeast per like loaf. um, it will take me a hundred weeks to use it all. (laughs) Which is just two short years. (laughs) So it's fine. You know, we don't know how long this could last. (laughs) Like I'm not running out of bread anytime soon. So yeah. But I will I will share some with you. How about that? And if you don't have flour. That would be amazing.
0: I I definitely have. I have flour. I just can't get. So if I can't find any, can you just like leave it outside your front door? I
1: I literally will. It's fine. I can.
0: But um, Um, my my listen recommendation before we go any further. Um, if anyone hasn't heard of the High Low podcast and you love podcasts, this is one you must subscribe to. I'm pretty sure I would have spoken about it before. Uh, when we first started this podcast. They've been on break because one of the hosts had a baby, but it's Pandora Sykes and Dolly Alderton. They're UK journalists and they are amazing. They're so funny and so witty. It's just like Gilmore Girls, but not mother and daughter. And they have amazing accents. So they have just come back from their massive break and it's a nearly two-hour long episode. So I am so excited. Yeah. So anyone out there that is really, really looking for new... Podcasts during this time. If you haven't listened to them before, do it. And they've got a massive backlog catalogue because they've been doing it for years. Um, and you should follow both of them on Instagram because they're cute and hilarious and smart. And I just love them.
1: (laughs) Well, it's a good recommendation, especially if people like are working and are able to listen to a podcast while working. It's something you can have on in the background or even while cooking dinner Mm -hmm. or anything. Yeah.
0: Going for the one weird. walk a day or something, walking the dog. Yeah.
1: I mean, t- you know, have the background noise while you can. I mean, you know, I still feel weird, like not, I mean, we've done it before, not recording in the same room, but I miss seeing you because <laughs> like, you're just so, down the road. We're getting better. Yeah, I think so. But I, I just miss like Being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to see Lauren. It's like, no, I can't. And it's so strange, but it's fine. It's just the... It's compulsory. We're
0: doing our thing.
1: Yeah. Just contributing to helping everybody. So we all have to do our part. Doing
0: every bit we can. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about habits. So I was thinking maybe we could take it in turns to talk about each of our habits. So like we could start with our little less important ones, our Mm -hmm. little annoying ones maybe and then mm-hmm. go from there so do you want to kick us off with your habits
1: so I don't even know it, it does count as a habit and it it's annoying for me but you know when you have little bits on your nail like your skin and you just can't yeah. some people have the patience to wait until they get home to pick it like to cut it with like the cuticle cutters I just don't have that patience. And I've tried in the past to wait. And I just, I'm like, I'm always just like, I'll be able to get it with my teeth this time. I'll be able to just get it in the right way that it's not going to hurt. And I'll tell you, I did it today and I'm bled. (laughs) And it, look, it wasn't, it wasn't so far as it was like really painful, but I did make myself bleed and that's a bad habit. Like it's one, it's not hygienic at a time like this, even though I didn't, I wasn't going out. It's still just not a good habit. And two, it's extremely painful and there's immediate regret every time. But yet some reason, yes, that's the thing. (laughs) But for some reason I still keep doing it. Like why? But um, that's just random. And then there's like little things like, I don't know. I've gotten into this habit of like always feeling like I need to eat sweet food. Um, just not even, yeah. not like a cake or something like that, but just like a little sweet snack, like uh, dried fruit, which isn't the worst thing. But if you eat a lot of it, then it gets bad. Like any any everything in moderation is fine. But when you just start like, you know, eating more and more like a little cookie or just random little things that I just I don't know if it's being at home or if I've just slowly let sugar creep into my diet and now my brain's like, Mm. I need sugar. Um, I don't know. But then there's like good habits that I have now that I've formed, which is like working out every morning or um, I'm trying to get into a good habit of drinking a lot of water. Um, But that's a work Mm. in progress. (laughs) Um, But I don't know. What about you? What are some habits that you have? Or don't have well, my little <laughs>
0: ones are definitely at the well, not at the moment, but when I was younger, like in my late teens, I used to pick my skin so mm. I would always, always, I'd always want to pop a pimple or something like that yeah. every time I was in front of the mirror, and it was just terrible because my skin never looks better after, so it I think it makes don't it touch worse. The face.
1: Yeah, I it think does. It, makes it never, it worse, yeah. and like
0: like you said with your nails, it's instant regret because as yeah. soon as I do it, I always thought this is terrible. What have I done? Yeah, <laughs> um, but I never learned from that. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's like I know that I hate doing this, but it's a habit, so I'm going to do it because this time it's going to be different. But it never
1: is. <laughs> never. Is. So
0: the way I stopped that, the way I stopped that was just one day I was like, okay, walk away for ten minutes, and if in ten minutes you still want to pop it, you can. And I just never did it.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: But I guess if you're not looking that's at That's all it takes. That's how strong yeah. my willpower is. <laughs>
1: it's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot really better not. than mine. <laughs> I think. Um- Sorry,
0: but like I find that like if I put time between myself and a decision, I'm always much better off because yeah. it's, that's, what the, that's what the habit is, right? It's it's a habit because it's an automatic response. Mm-hmm. So if there's a way that you can break, if you can break that tripwire that sets you off, like with the sweet thing. If you wait, okay, I'm gonna wait ten minutes and if I'm still hungry, I'll have it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just hungry and like you actually need to eat. When I came home mm-hmm. from work today, I was so hungry I could hardly focus. So there was mm-hmm. no waiting 10 minutes because like my stomach was screaming, which isn't good. But days when you're like, I'm I've just finished dinner and I do want something sweet. Usually if you just do the 10 or 15 minute trick, if you still want it then, that's when it's like, well you know what? Maybe my body's telling me that I do need to eat something else.
1: You know what sometimes my trick is? I'll just go brush my teeth.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, man. yes, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> definitely full though. That's that's not okay if you're just trying to not eat because that's not oh, yeah, don't that's, condone that. No, here. no, no.
1: But if if I'm Here like, and I love food way too <laughs> yeah. much. If I have eaten a meal and then I'm just like, oh, I just want something more, um, but I don't I know that I don't need it and I don't actually wanted it's just like a it's like a weird habit or it's just something in my brain just being like oh I don't know um I'll just be like I'm just gonna go brush my teeth and then that having that really fresh minty breath just makes me go no I don't want to eat like I just I'm so happy with my teeth yeah. I don't want to eat but it's so random because yeah. like yeah. why does that feeling make you feel so good that you don't want to then I eat don't something? know it's so weird
0: <laughs> But a lot of times in my life I have like washed my face and had a shower and I've thought someone's invited me out and mm-hmm. I've said no because I'd already washed my face and like, yeah,
1: you know, <laughs> you just couldn't be put <laughs> serums on
0: and moisturize. I just hate the idea of undoing that. So if yeah. you ever need to definitely have a night in back when, like when life goes back to normal and we can go out, that's another good hack. Just wash your face. If you don't want to go see that boy or that girl that's been, Annoying you or tripping you up. All you've got to do is take your makeup off and
1: just put a face mask on.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is one way to keep yourself at home. Speaking of which, that's definitely something I've done a lot more of since we've been home. Is they like did grooming, personal grooming.
1: So they have said that sales of like beauty products and um like sa- like cleaning things have gone up like four times since last year's sales or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy yeah, like- because
0: we're all at home and we're
1: looking at things mm-hmm. that we need to
0: improve. Mm-hmm. So
1: I must yeah. admit, I don't um- know if you've, cause you get your nails done, right? Um, getting my nails <gasps> yes. done is actually part of what helps me not pick at this, like the side of my fingers, because if I get them done, there's nothing to pick at. And then if I do pick at something and I think, oh, it's gonna sting when they take it off the, you know, when they wrap it in acetone. But um yep. I just bought <laughs> like acetone so I can like do my own nails and at home. So yeah. I don't know if yeah. you've done anything similar, but because I know you Yeah, well were. I had to take mine off. How did you go? was it successful?
0: It was it took 3 hours. It took 3 <gasps> hours of my life to get fake nails off.
1: Oh, and my, my fingers goodness. went
0: all wrinkly because I had to like sit them in acetone for so long and oh. yeah, it was it was terrible.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm so glad mm. I switched to just doing gel. Anyway, this is off topic. That's just a side yeah. side chat. But um I my didn't know other that-
0: annoying habit. Yeah. My other annoying habit that I've just thought of I never fill, fill my water bottle up all the way to the top.
1: Oh my gosh, I have to. There's like a line that says yeah. like max fill, and I like yep. have to get it to that line.
0: How do you not? I understand, I understand, I understand yours more than mine because yours is a natural, like, you just do things. To the full extent. Mm. But with mine, I don't I think I only caught myself one day when my partner was like, fill your water bottle up the whole way. <laughs> and I think it's because I'm always short of time. I'm always like just trying to get things done that I can't even be bothered to stand at the sink and fill it up the whole way.
1: Or is it because you're just that much of a rebel and you just don't want to fill it up to the top just to Maybe stick it I to like the water bottle? Being... <laughs>
0: Yeah. just to stick it to the world. I'm not going to fill my water bottle up. Yeah, so i that's another weird thing. Um, but those are like, I've obviously got, had other habits over time that I've mm. kicked. Like, I don't know, four months ago, I was pretty addicted to cob sweet and salty popcorn. So look at Wait. that personal growth. <laughs> yes. I used to,
1: oh my I gosh. Used to um, bite my nails when I was in grade four um, or before that. And then I stopped in grade four. And I remember the defining moment which made me stop this habit. And sometimes that, that's all it takes to stop a habit is a certain like you finding something out about your habit that's like super negative. Or so, but for me, it was yeah. that someone did a presentation in my class and said that um, under your fingernails, there's more germs than under a toilet seat. And I was so re- like, just Oh, like gross. So I stopped and I remember I haven't, like, I just don't bite my nails now because of that. Every time I think about it, I'm just like gross. And the only thing that I just can't relate it to is picking the skin on the side of your nails. Like, I just somehow to me that's different.
0: <laughs> well, that person just did you a massive favor. They didn't yeah. have it at the time in your presentation. Yeah, exactly.
1: But, but I, like, yeah, I know so many people. How, like- <laughs> no, you go. <laughs> I know so many people who even in high school was were still biting their nails and like mm. they just never had a defining moment of what made them stop, you know? But yeah. It's so <laughs> funny start. how
0: like all you need is all you need is one massive thing. Or yeah. what you just hear one throwaway line and it can change how you act forever.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy how such little things can define like your behavior um, and it's crazy because our habits I think are actually um, there's this from Duke University the researchers there um, they say that habits account for about 40% of our behaviors on any given day which seems crazy because that could be like you know if we're I don't know I don't even know what to like relate it to but if there's 24 hours in a day that's like 12 of those hours of habits you know, which is crazy. So, yeah,
0: it it also is like not even in something that you have to be conscious of. Like Mm. it might be a way that you set your face when you're asking a question Mm -hmm. or um, I have found that I play with my hair when I'm thinking or I play with my earrings. I play with my earrings a lot when I'm thinking the backs of my earrings, I'll swirl them around. So that's obviously like a little, a little tick that I have that I do. That's technically Mm -hmm. a habit. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's more those actions that have an implication on your life. So those mm-hmm. bigger habits that they obviously the bigger the habit, the harder it is to kick because the mm-hmm. more time you've probably been doing it. And a habit is like, it's the longer it's there, the harder it is to move, which makes sense. Um, so I think those bigger ones, the ones that are negatively impacting your life, that's why it can seem so monumental at the beginning. And like, it's never going to be possible to change it. But that's what New Year's resolutions are all about mm. usually, aren't they? Like either starting a good habit or ending a bad one. Yeah. Um, And clearly you don't need to do that on the 1st of January. Yeah. But I think if they're not sustainable or if there's no plan, it's not ever going to work long-term.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, there's something really interesting that I just read Um, and it says that, Every habit you have, good or bad, follows the same three-step pattern: um, a trigger that initiates the behavior, and then you doing the behavior, and then the reward, which is the benefit you gain from doing the reward uh, doing the behavior. So that you know, by if you don't realize what triggers you to do like your behavior. Then you won't realize, you won't understand how to make it stop, you know. And I think mm, that yeah. you you can't necessarily realize that on the first of January. <laughs> like you might realize it, no. like you know, you you might realize like during this, just say this time that we're spending at home, you might realize that you have a, a habit of not drinking enough water. And how do you how do you make yourself drink water? Like you just have to go to the tap and fill up your cup but what's going to make you do that? Do you know what I mean? It, it, normally it's the point at which you get a headache and then you're already dehydrated. So then that's not necessarily a good impact on your wellbeing. Um, so it, it, it's, how do you create a new routine so that you don't actually get to a point at which it has like a negative effect, you know? um and then- yeah
0: or how do you how do you substitute things yeah so like i like that headache one because the headache one is the trigger is the headache mm. and the action is then you go and drink water but you mm. don't get any reward mm-hmm. so that's a difficult one because you have to implement ways to get around and avoid the trigger altogether whereas other ones it might be impossible to avoid the trigger so the trigger for eating a snack after dinner might be when someone goes into the kitchen and makes themselves a cup of tea, Mm. maybe that's your trigger to instinctively go, okay, I need something now. That's when I go and get my sweet thing. And then Mm -hmm. your reward is eating it. Whereas then it's, you can't change the trigger because you can't stop someone else from doing that, making their cup of tea, but you can change your reward. So that's Mm -hmm. what I've read a lot about is um, supplementing that reward with something that is has more positives than the old reward did. So that might be um, also making yourself a cup of tea or um, having a piece of fruit or drinking a big glass of water. Mm -hmm. Ways that you can be a little bit more sustainable so you're not cutting the habit altogether, but you're just changing it a little bit.
1: Mm, Yeah, because I think that um, you also can't expect that you can just change things instantly. I think um, they say it takes, I think about 40 Days to kick a habit, or to change a habit, or create a new habit, or whatever. Um, and mm. forming a new habit is like a negative one is a lot easier than changing an existing habit. If that makes sense.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so easy. To live in. Like forming a negative habit will be something like, oh, um, never exercising again. I mean, yeah, for some of us that's harder than others. But because it seems really nice to not have to get out of bed early and exercise. Mm you're going to find that a lot easier to slip into. And then once you've started it a little bit, the idea of exercising at all sounds way too hard because you've become unfit. So that's how that can become more long-term. Whereas the idea of starting exercise, which would be a positive thing, um, you have to make time in your day. You have to change Mm -hmm. your schedule. It's probably going to hurt. There's not a lot out of that that sounds great. (laughs) So it makes sense to me why it's easier to start bad ones than it is to start good ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But I must say that once you get into the routine of exercising, your muscles don't hurt the same way that they did after mm. the, you know what I mean? Like that Yeah, it gets easier.
0: <laughs> so I mean, I, that, that, um, I actually started this workout. So Sarah's day, I follow her on Instagram yeah. and um, she's quite fit, like incredibly fit. And she has some programs that were 50% off last week. So I bought her a week eight to 16 program because I already do a fair bit of exercise. So I jumped Mm. in halfway The first week after my workouts, I could hardly move. I was really, really sore this week. You had to repeat those same ones again, just Mm -hmm. because the first week was like, um, a trial week. Mm -hmm. So I repeated them again. And this week I found it so much easier to recover. And that's just from doing the sequence once a week before my body already understands what it's going to be like. So it's not reacting as negatively. So yeah, I definitely think that's something for people new to exercise to keep in mind is that the first time will be torturous, but even like one more run through after that, you'll notice a big difference in how Mm.
1: well you can manage it. Mm. But then I guess that same theory can be applied across like all habits is that first it might seem really, really hard and it might you know, be almost torturous or painful to think like, going through the experience of like ignoring not eating that ice cream or whatever, but the reward that you're going to get from it, it's going to be better and it's going to get easier, you know? I guess yeah. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense.
0: <laughs> well, it will get easier because we can adapt. Like think yeah. about how much we've already adapted to these isolation mm. standards that are in place. I don't wake up in the morning and on the weekend and think, Oh, time to go out for lunch or breakfast anymore, because Mm. I know my body already knows before I wake up that that's not an option. So in the strangest of circumstances, humans adapt because if we didn't, we would have died out hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of years Mm. ago. So, um, and I think that's why we can survive and push through grief as well, because when you think about all of the horrible things that some people have had to endure, um, the fact that they can still live and breathe every day is testament to the fact that we are incredibly able to adapt and incredibly resilient.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's really interesting is I'm just reading about like how a habit looks in real life. And I didn't even realize that something like this could be considered a habit, but they've written the cue as you walk, you smell a donut shop as you walk down the street near your office. And then you begin to crave a donut and then you buy a donut and you eat it. And so then you satisfy your craving to eat a donut and then buying a donut becomes associated with walking down the street near your office. So then every time you walk past, you would then think about a donut and buy it and you just form a habit from doing that. But it's crazy because yeah, I literally did that the other day. <laughs> like I mm-hmm. was out grocery shopping and I saw cheese Kranskis and they taste so good and I She's literally, asking. and then I literally saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, I really feel like eating these. And then I bought it. I mean, it's not the worst thing to buy compared to other things, but I bought it and then I brought them home and I was just thinking about them. And then I ate them like two days later and now I feel so sad. Like I, I just... I'm like so happy having eaten my cheese key <laughs> Like, yeah,
0: well, I just this is actually really interesting because when I studied advertising, a lot of our studies were about the psychology of habits. Because to get a return customer, you need to have them in a habit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the psychology around advertising is incredibly interesting. Um, a lot of the stuff that we looked at was the fact that there are no windows in a shopping center and that's because or clocks so you'll never find a window or a clock in a store because they don't want you to know how much time you've spent there because they don't want you to freak out and think god i've been shopping for five hours i need to leave um also you'll find that most shops are they'll have a they'll have like a way to go so they're designed that you walk in on one side walk out the other side and all the specials are at the very end obviously to lure you towards that point Mm -hmm. um so the way that they've they've designed everything like nothing is random in a shopping center nothing is random in retail because mm. they've done so much so much research into how you can respond and ways to trigger you mm. and yeah something as simple as walking down that street by the donut that is all it takes because your brain, your human brain likes to make sense of things and likes to make a pattern out of things. Mm. Um, so it's easier for us as humans to rely on patterns, which then become habits, because then we feel like we have some control.
1: Mm. I mean, the best example that I can think of, of what you're talking about is Ikea. Like Ikea is yes. a trap. <laughs> like, And do you find that you always go there for one thing and unless you beeline for that thing and just like, unless you've pre-looked up where it is and like in what section it's stocked in and you just go there and leave, you end up buying 10 times more than what you needed. And I don't like, you don't even know why it's like, why did I buy all this stuff? And you can't even explain it, but it's because you think that you've somehow justified that you've needed it based on whatever way that they've put you to go through the store. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I don't understand. There's to it.
0: One of the yeah. really great advertising examples is um they did a they did a, a trial during a movie. Um and it was some like Blockbuster decades ago and it flashed up really quickly the word coke and the logo. Mm-hmm. Up really quickly too quickly for you to even consciously recognize but mm-hmm. subliminally obviously people saw it and the number of people that stood up at and walked out and bought a coke was astronomical and then that means that the next time they go to the movies and something starts they'll think oh coke because the last time they went to the movies that happened so that's just a very small way that like think about going to the movies now like we buy popcorn because we mm. think that that's something that we're meant to do In that context. Mm -hmm. But when we're watching a movie at home, like you don't always eat popcorn. I mean, I do because I'm addicted to (laughs) cop sweet and salty, but like, it's something that we think we need to do in that context. Mm. So it's really interesting how things that we don't even recognize are actually triggers for us. And that's really important in relationships too, because Like you can think about it in terms of food and exercise. Those are two really popular and quite pedestrian ideals of habits because they're easy to make sense of. But in terms of our relationships and the things that might trigger you in a relationship, it's really important to think about those things because potentially if someone says or does something um, you might relate it to something that someone else has done to you in the past Mm. and then you attach it to the outcome of that which might have been negative but you need to recognize that it's not necessarily being done in the same context this time so understanding triggers to your responses not just in like basic things like food and exercise but um, in things like relationships or finances is another place mm-hmm. where some people develop habits from their parents as well or their caregivers or their history. And I think that's when we have to pay Particular attention and know what our triggers are and know why we are feeling like we have to respond in that way. Otherwise, mm. we might make really terrible mistakes.
1: Yeah. It can be simple things like just um, feeling a little bit stressed out. And like I know sometimes for me, if I feel a bit stressed, I'll want to do online shopping. <laughs> and um, a lot of people are like that. Yeah. And it, I think it's the mindless scrolling that, you know, makes. Mm. Makes me like sort of zone out, and then, you know, then you get then you order something, and then you get like this high from ordering something um, that it can just arrive and at your door you like a few like, days later. Yeah, you get to enjoy that
0: sense of satisfaction because you wait yeah. for it the whole time until the package arrives, yeah. um, which is something very different to like exercise or food, which you get mm-hmm. a high off. Like exercise, once it's done, you get a high. Mm-hmm. Um, fooding food while you're doing it, you get a high. So shopping seems better because it's delayed. Gratification, but Mm -hmm. you're still doing damage if you can't afford it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, not not every habit um, has to be changed. Like some of your habits might already be good habits, but it it, it's just recognizing habits that you have that might not be so positive and working out like where what you want to do to like you know go from there. You know what I mean? Because like I, for example, know that. I've been trying to drink more water, especially during this time being at home and coming into winter, I feel like you don't feel as thirsty as often because it's colder. So you don't feel thirst from being hot. You just like, don't realize till you have a headache. So I've been, I think my water bottle is like 700 mils and I've been trying to fill it up twice a day. So having three bottles of water a day, I guess that's three times Mm -hmm. a day, but, um, even that's hard, and then I'll like try and drink heaps of water like after dinner before I go to bed just to you know get my quota, and then I'll like go to the bathroom like four times before bed <laughs> and wake up in the middle of the night because I've had too much all at once, and that's not how you're meant to drink water, so, no. um, <laughs> but I definitely think that you know it it says i've just read read this like thing that says that um to create a good habit, you have to like create an obvious cue for yourself. Like what? So just say every time it, it just say for me, like every time it hits the hour, I should drink like a quarter of a bottle of water, you know? Um, Mm. and then you have to make it attractive. So create a reason why you crave it. So just say for me drinking water, it's so that I don't I have to pre-think not getting a headache, I suppose. Like that's why it's good. Yeah. And like the benefits of good yeah. skin
0: and like increasing your immunity. We put a post up this week about the benefits of hydration. So yeah. it's random that you're talking about. Um, but it's been as well really as that, on, it's on my like, mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. Um, I think another good suggestion too is when you find yourself about to do something that you know is a habit, which maybe like, even just when we've been discussing this topic, I've been thinking about my habits. So once you recognize it's a habit, when you next find yourself going to do it, stop and think about what it took for you to get there. So if you're mm. about to order takeaway, why are you about to do that? Mm. And it might be because you don't have any groceries in your cupboard. So then to 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 avoid that altogether, what you need to do is meal plan and go mm. to the grocery store every like couple of times a week. And then you'll avoid that habit altogether. Or like you said before, a reason to do the action, which is positive. Mm -hmm. Mine with exercise most mornings is that my habit is that I can have a cup of coffee after. So I won't have a coffee before I exercise because Mm -hmm. that is my like carrot that I'm dangling. Mm -hmm. And then once I exercise, I get to drink my cup of coffee.
1: Mm -hmm. Which is like your reward. So then you've you've made your exercise satisfying and then it makes you want to do it again the next day which is what you want to do. Yeah. And then of course,
0: like when you do it every day, since you're 10 years old, like I have, it gets to a point where it's just such a part of your life now that even if you don't get the cup of coffee after you'll still do it because it's like, it's as easy as breathing air most days. Yeah. Um, But that's what you want to get to. You want to get to a point where it's so ingrained that you don't even have to think about it. Like with you and cooking dinner, like I don't think you would ever have to think, Oh, I might get takeaway because you love cooking and it's such a habit for you now that like, there's just no other way around it for you.
1: Yeah, exactly. The only thing that I probably think is I want to go on a date, but that's a separate thing. <laughs> you know, like that, that's, that's not your
0: reward. Your reward yeah. for that isn't food-based. Your no reward for that is emotional and relationship yeah. connection
1: yeah, and an experience.
0: True. I guess that's experiential.
1: Yeah, that's hmm. very true. Yeah, I'm all about the emotional rewards, apparently. <laughs> but we
0: I don't really need to do. An- on love languages as well. I think so. Maybe like
1: that, that I've should read, be our next one. I've read the book. That's a book that I have read. I'm very into that.
0: Well, yeah. I don't. How big is the book?
1: It's very like you could read it in a week. Like it's probably like 150, 200 pages.
0: Hmm. Can you put it in my mailbox sometime in the next week?
1: Yeah, I think I actually have a copy of it. I'm trying to re- remember then, if i read it on my Kindle or not.
0: If you have a physical copy, drop it off and then I can read it. Then we can do a topic on it because I think this would be a very interesting discussion.
1: Yeah. I really like, enjoy talking about love languages. I think it's very interesting. and even I think it's very important too. Yeah. And then you can create healthy habits in your own relationship too, based on like love languages because, you know, even getting used to, if somebody's, somebody's love language might be like words of affirmation, which is like like giving somebody compliments basically. And so for you, if that's not yours, you might not do that. So even just remembering to give somebody compliments to speak to their love language can create like a, you can create a habit by doing that, you know? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. It's not really linked, but... (laughs) But I don't know. I think this has been a really interesting topic habits. And I think that during this time, um, while we're, you know, working from home, those of us who are lucky to be, or if we're just at home for whatever reason it might be, or not being able to go out as much, I think it's a good time to try to become more self-aware and to maybe Mm. try to work on some personal development and growth. And they can be really simple things like um, not having that extra sweet snack or, or going for a walk because you're not able to go to the shops and walk around or something like that. So I think, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really little things where you might not even realize that before all of this, that you used to go and walk, you know, do a thousand or 5,000 steps a day. And now you're doing like 50, you know, it's little things that you might not even realize, um, that are actually could significantly impact you. Like, um, my dad told me that one of the guys that he, um, like works with, um, from a different company, he, what they were doing a meeting and he said in the last three weeks, he's put on three kilos just from not going to the office. Cause he's not walking to the yes. train station, like catching a train and walking to the office and, you know, walking around at lunch or something, you know, just those little things that, um, you yeah. might not even realize exactly. You might not even realize and. You know, it's not like you have to go and do anything really hectic, or you know, we're not saying that at all. But just to be more self-aware, because we're in a time where if you're not, you might end up, you know, coming out of this and and create you would have created all these new habits that you haven't even realized that could have a negative impact on your life. Um, yeah. So, trying to keep positive and you know, not opening up that bottle of wine at 2 PM in the afternoon. Um, (laughs) like, you know, um, it's like, it's fine to do those things, but not every day, you know, and, and it could very easily and quickly form a negative impact in your life, you know? Um, so I just, I think for me anyway, my idea with this topic was to try to like, not only encourage myself, but also, um, the, you know, our friends who are listening, um, that to be aware of yourself and maybe even others around you and try to encourage yourself and others to create or maintain healthy habits, um, or not even necessarily healthy, just positive habits. Um, it could even be meditating or, um, you know, for example, I, every day after my run, I try to take time to stretch because it's, I think it's really good for my calves because I get I don't know. Do you get this really bad calves from running? Like so sore? Yeah. Yeah. Especially so. when I run
0: outside. So now that there's no treadmill and I have to run outside, I noticed for the first few weeks my calves were burning because um, obviously there was inclines. Yeah. And I think I told you when I was in New Zealand, we stayed on top of this hill, my mm. um, Achilles and my calves were so tight. Yes. So yeah, it's probably just because- when running inclines as much.
1: Yeah. And I have been doing more stairs. So I suppose that uses more of that calf muscle when you're, you know, going upstairs. And then, so I've just been like rolling and I know that's like, really, that might not seem like a habit, like stretching, but then at the same time it is because to me, that's my reward. I don't know, my reward for exercise, like after exercising and all of that from stretching, I get to be able to touch my toes. Cause otherwise I can't. <laughs> so
0: yeah, my mum's the same. She loves stretching after exercise. Like that's yeah. almost her meditation or her yoga.
1: Yeah. I would say that maybe for me, that's what it's turning into. Like just taking that time just to like, you know, do the breathing and I might like, um, watch a YouTube video while I'm doing it. Or there's some good, um, there's actually a good YouTuber who does, she's not even a YouTuber. She just does stretching um, videos. Um, let me just check her name now, but it's really good. She does, um, beginner stretching and stuff. Um, and her thing's called mad fit. So yeah, she's got 2.4 million subscribers. So she's very popular, but, um, yeah, I hope that you liked the topic. (laughs)
0: Me too. I think it's been a good one and you've got a yeah. nice lengthy episode for your ISO needs. Yes. Um, message us if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about at the moment. We're mm-hmm. obviously not going to bang on about coronavirus because ugh, we get that content everywhere else, but we are happy mm-hmm. to do content like this or like um, like maybe a little bit more, th- a few think pieces about ways that we can be spending our time during isolation um, mm-hmm. rather than a COVID Focus, but mm-hmm. maybe things as a result of COVID
1: that we now have to consider. Mm-hmm. And also, just as a side note, um, I hope everyone has a good Easter weekend or has had a good Easter oh, yeah. weekend. <laughs> so, Easter
0: Sunday today. Yeah. Oh, whoops! <laughs> happy Easter.
1: I if just you celebrate Easter.
0: Happy Easter. If yeah. you don't, hope you have a beautiful Sunday. Yes. Um, <laughs> hope no one is seeing lots of people today. Hope no, no. one is going out and in <laughs> groups. Hope no one is not going to the shops. Yeah. If you don't need to go. I think they're shut. Hope on everyone's New driving Easter Sunday. Sunday.
1: <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. Have a good um, rest of the weekend and we will be here next week again with maybe some love language to yes. talk about. Which will be very interesting. Yes. Especially if you're Okay, follow at,
0: us Follow us on Instagram. Yes. Sunday
1: Brunch underscore
0: podcast. Join our book club. Sunday brunch book club on Facebook. Everyone by Grown Ups by Marion Keyes and read a chapter. Okay, bye. Bye.